0: Welcome to episode five of the Men in Tights podcast. Today's episode I will be talking about upcoming video game releases, highly anticipated video game releases. But before I get into that, I wanted to briefly talk about a YouTube channel that I just recently discovered. I believe got into it Friday or Saturday of last week. It is the Retro Replay YouTube channel featuring Nolan North of Uncharted Fame and Troy Baker of The Last of Us fame. And essentially what it is, is Troy and Nolan, they play retro video games from the 80s and early 90s, and well, I'm, I'm gonna put the link in the description below, because nothing I, nothing I, dis- no description that I can give it would do it justice, you just have to watch it for yourself. It is honestly the, some of the It's honestly the best thing i've ever seen on youtube and i have no idea why it took me so many months to start watching it (sighs) again the link will be in the description below go ahead click subscribe enjoy the hilarity you will not be disappointed also uh if you remember from episode three what i talked about briefly in the intro there um i finally found that damn cricket i don't know if it's the cricket but i found a cricket It is on my ceiling in my bedroom and my cats do not want to do anything about it and speaking of my cats my youngest cat Angel yes her name is Angel she is currently in heat so you might hear some of that in the background as I'm recording this and and I am recording this after Monday Night Raw uh, which was a surprisingly exciting Monday Night Raw the raw after SummerSlam and if y'all haven't watched it yet i don't know why you haven't yet it was a a surprisingly fun raw ended in a fun way uh you know if you haven't watched it yet sorry to spoil but we have the a legitimate reunion of the shield with roman reigns new universal champion seth rollins new intercontinental champion and the returning Dean Ambrose who made his big return last week and my cat is all over my leg right now excuse that but yeah we have some exciting games to be talking about today and I will have the games listed in the description below as well as the timestamps so that if there's a specific game you want to listen to or hear me talk about you can go ahead and skip along to that one and if you're watching this on YouTube, I will have images on the screen as well showing off the graphics and, you know, if I was a, if I knew how to edit, you know, videos and add videos onto this, I would feature some of the videos for that for those games as well. But, you know, I'm not exactly that advanced on this, but I hope you'll enjoy the images that I will present for each game that I'll be talking about. And also, I will I figured since it is a video game show, I'll feature video game sound effects. Uh, as I transition in between games I hope it won't get too annoying for some of you and I will also try to keep dead air to a minimum and I will try not to bore any of you because I have uh, nine games to be talking about today and I'm going to talk about them in as much detail as I possibly can without boring all of you Now, with that said let's jump right into it Alright, first on the docket, we have Marvel's Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4, set to be released on September 7th, two weeks from today's upload of this podcast. Now, a little bit of information that I did in my research for this. Let's see. An all-new Spider-Man universe. Sorry, my cat Boogie is interrupting right now. You probably hear her sniffing around. (sighs) How many times do I have to tell you? I love you, but no, you are not. No. <sighs> well, hope you enjoyed that. But Anyways, back to it. All new Spider-Man universe featuring familiar characters in unfamiliar roles. And these in char- these characters include Rhino, Shocker, Vulture, Scorpion, Mr. Negative, Kingpin, Taskmaster, Mary Jane Watson, Miles Morales, Aunt May, Norman Osborn, Black Cat, and Silver Sable. Uh, sorry, had to catch my breath after that. Set up all that in one breath. In this game, Peter Parker has been Spider-Man for eight years, which, you know, it's kind of similar actually to the bat- plot of Batman v Superman. Batman's been Batman for 20 years up to that point, so... I do like that little part of the story now as much as I have enjoyed some of the origin stories of games such as this you know we already know the story we've seen uncle Ben die enough times anyways back to the information it has been confirmed by the by developers of the game that spider-man in this game will have a total of 25 costumes to choose from and these costumes confirmed include spider-man noir scarlet spider spider-man homecoming i guess homecoming slash civil war if you want to count that spider-man 2099 which by the way if you guys haven't checked out the 2099 uh, run from marvel comics in the 90s i highly encourage you to check that out because it's a pretty unique take on a lot of these characters i had quite a few issues of those i missed i had a lot of fun reading them those were good uh anyways <sighs> Sorry, it was just my old ass being a little nostalgic for a bit. Continuing, Spider Armor Mark II, and as part of the pre-order pack, we have Iron Spider from Avengers Infinity War, Spider Punk, and Velocity Suit. (sighs) Hmm i They didn't haven't confirmed the the symbiote or symbiote, whatever how the however the hell it's pronounced. But hey, maybe that's meant to be a surprise for the game. Who knows? And also, apparently, they've said that no other Marvel characters beyond the characters I've named are will be featured in the game. Like, there won't be Avengers. There won't be Fantastic Four. There won't be Doctor Strange. Even though they have the Avengers Tower, and they have the uh. You know the sanctorum and featured in the game if you've seen the trailers but apparently as of right now at least unless they're bullshitting us we're not gonna get those characters featured in there <laughs> now see but speaking of the trailers if you've seen the trailers and the gameplay reveal trailers uh, i don't know if it's just me but it kind of gives off a vibe that it's Like they're kind of like it's they're inspired heavily by the uh, Arkham series from Rocksteady, the Batman Arkham stories uh, such as you know Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, and I guess to an extent the Arkham Origins from uh, Warner Brothers Montreal, which by the way is a very underrated game if you're a fan of the Batman Arkham series, even though it's technically not part of the series, it still is. It's kind of confusing, but. If you've never played Arkham origins I highly recommend that it's a fun game while even though it's not produced from Rock City it's still a fun game and I highly encourage you to play that one uh, but yeah it kind of gives off a to me a very Arkham and spot Batman Arkham series inspired vibe with the fighting style and the and just the story overall and the branching off into different side you know side mi- side quests or side missions uh, while you know, Spidey swings around New York City in the game. You know, which of but then of course you have the main story, you know, as you as shown in one of the one of the first trailers, you know, where he's on top of the building and you have the light shining on his face and he goes, Wait a minute, you? Or something like that. Uh I'm excited to play the game. Spider Man is my favorite Marvel character as i like to tell a lot of people who think i'm just a dc fanboy or a snyder fanboy uh but yeah i'm a big spider-man fan big fan of the comic books big fan of the 90s cartoon from fox kids uh big fan of the Sam raimi spider-man films big fan of the amazing spider-man films even amazing spider-man 2 as much as a lot of people like to crap on that one and homecoming and uh his appearances in Civil War and Infinity War uh, and I'm excited to play this one I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up opening day well, not opening day on the day it's released not sure why I said opening day uh, probably thinking about something else anyways um, I might pick it up maybe the week after you know once maybe if once the hype dies down uh, but I will definitely be picking it up very soon and uh, I might even give do a quick little review for it for you guys, if you're interested, um, I might either, I might upload it on the YouTube channel, or just even have like a little a little snippet of it in on a future podcast episode whenever I do purchase it and get a chance to play it. But yeah, Marvel Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4 releasing on September 7th. If you're as excited about it as I am, be sure to pick it up that weekend, and let me know what you guys think about it. Alright, and second on the list we have Shadow of the Tomb Raider, coming out September 14th, one week after Spider-Man. And, don't have too much information on this game, and, uh, my cat Boogie again, how many times do I have to- I, I love you, but please, can you, can you not, I love you, but can you, can you not, not while I'm recording, please? <sighs> Sorry about that again. Huh. I wonder if she's gonna keep doing this for while I'm while I'm doing this throughout, huh? Yeah. Two appearances in one episode. How about that? Huh. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Shadow of the Tomb Raider coming out September 14th. And a little bit of information that I have for this is that this is the 12th game in the entire Tomb Raider franchise that began in October 1996 wow that's a long time 22 years just about huh can you imagine that Tomb Raider franchise is now legal drinking age in the United States cool and this is the follow-up to the 2015 release of rise of the Tomb Raider and this is the rebooted version of the Tomb Raider franchise That began, I believe, back in 2013 with just calling it Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, I believe what it was. Yeah. A little bit of more information that I got during my research. Uh, Yes I do research sometimes, you know, if I care enough about the topic. Anyway, in Shadow, Lara Croft is on an expedition to Latin America in search of a Mayan relic Which has a connection to her father, so as you can figure, this whole this rebooted origins story of Tomb Raider has a lot to do with you know her father and things that he left behind for her to either complete for her or you know just discover on her own with little clues here and there to help her along the way. And the story again, the story foreshadows is. Meant to close off this rebooted origin story with Lara becoming the Tomb Raider that fans of the series have known and loved for over two decades. Um. Uh, I've I've I have i have not seen too much of the game as far as like gameplay trailers and just trailers in general, but I mean they've been showing if you're on YouTube if you have on YouTube subscribe subscribing to the PlayStation channel especially they kind of have a um, a new video for the, for the game almost every day which is fine most of them are less than a minute long so it doesn't give too much away regarding the story but uh, I mean someone like me I like to be surprised by whatever is going to come to me in these games which is why I very much enjoyed the Uncharted series cuz you know was surprised by a lot of what I encountered in those four games well technically five if you count The Lost Legacy, which I do, so, yeah, five games, yeah, and, you know, so I'm trying to avoid getting too much from the trailers and the game pay- gameplay trailers and all this, you know, reveal trailers and all this stuff, because, again, I like to be surprised and I want to be able to genuinely enjoy what I'm playing and what I'm experiencing in these games, because... For me, that's what I want. I want. I love good storytelling and good and good gameplay to go along with it. So, yeah. And as you can see, the graphics are just uh, just as good as the previous two games of this particular entry in the franchise. Um, again, Shadow of Tomb Raider coming out September fourteenth, which is three weeks from the day of this of the upload for this episode, and um, you know. How many of you are fans of the Tomb Raider franchise out there? I mean, I haven't played that many of the games, but I've played. I've played a lot of demos for the games when I used to have the subscription to PlayStation Magazine back in the late nineties, early two thousand. It's you know, actually how I got into a lot of games that I've been, become a big fan of, such as the Tony Hawk game series. You know. which unfortunately that series and franchise has kind of gone to in recent years, but mm, at least I, you know, still have the joy that I had playing the first Tony Hawk Underground game. <sighs> Boy, do I miss that game. But anyways, I'm getting off-topic, sort of. Yeah, uh, I'm sure the game itself will be a lot of fun. You know, I am a fan of the Tomb Raider series. The last time I did play was actually a demo for Rise of the Tomb Raider. So, you know, I will eventually be picking this one up and I'll try to even get into get into playing the previous two entries of this this chapter of the Tomb Raider franchise and like I said about the Spider-Man if you guys are you know end up playing it before I do let me know what you guys think and you know without spoiling it for me because I you know people who know me I hate spoilers but yeah Shadow the Tomb Raider Coming out September 14th, you can bet your ass I'll be playing that one as well. Third up on the list we have is Spiral the Dragon, the Reignited Trilogy, which was originally supposed to be released <clears throat> on September 21st, but had been pushed back to November 13th. Uh, there will be a link in the description below from for with all the information regarding that. Uh, because... Honestly, it's just too much for me to say, so just click the link below, you'll get all the details there. Now, the in the Reignited trilogy for Spyro the Dragon included in this is the original Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2, Ripto's Raggle, Rachel Raggle, I don't know, and Spyro Year of the Dragon, all fully remastered in HD with breathtaking graphics and if you've seen the the gameplay trailers and the just launch trailers in general, yeah they are pretty they are quite breathtaking honestly, and improved gameplay controls through 100 plus levels. Now it really isn't that much for me to say regarding this but you know because I was a fan of the Spyro games growing up on the original PlayStation and PlayStation 2, and I know, and I have a lot of friends that were fans of those games, uh, especially one in particular who, you know, I won't say her name on here, but, you know, it was, I'll just say it was the inspiration for her wrestling name that she had for a while when she was an independent wrestler in the New York, New Jersey area. Just leave it at that. And if she's listening, you yeah. know, thank you. <laughs> Not sure where I was going with that, but. Yeah, you know, again, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> but yeah. You know, if you've played the original games, then you have an idea of what to expect. Um just you know, just if you're a fan of the original games for PlayStation and Playstation Two, you can expect the same kind of fun and joy playing it on remastered Playstation four and I believe Xbox one I'm not 100% sure on that definitely on PlayStation 4 but I did read something somewhere that it would be on Xbox one but you know don't quote me on that you know I'll probably do some research on this after I'm done recording and might add a little snippet of that on the screen for you if you're watching this on YouTube so um, yeah Spiral the Dragon as of right now scheduled to be released on November the 13th alright now this part I was going to talk about WWE 2K19 but I mean other than the tower mode the Rey Mysterio, Ronda Rousey pre-order and Danny Bryan showcase I mean what really is there to talk about I mean I'm still gonna play it but again not really much to talk about not gonna be that much different than previous entries just maybe a couple of different characters different attires and the aforementioned features that I said before so yeah not much to talk about there instead I'm going to move on and talk about the Resident Evil 2 remake that's that's right remake not remaster remake and as of right now that is scheduled to be released January 25th 2019 so we still got a few months to wait on that one and now this is a re-reimaging a of the classic horror game that was released on the original PlayStation on January 21st, 1998. So almost exactly 21 years after the original release date. So that's that's kind of cool if you really think about that. You know, a uh, 20th anniversary ish, 21st anniversary release of the original version of Resident Evil 2. You know. I wonder if they did that intentionally. Probably, you know. Uh, now it has been completely rebuilt from the ground up for a deeper narrative experience. Now, basically, what that means is they're not using any pre-made template of the original Resident Evil 2. It's they're taking the, I guess, the essentials of what made Resident Evil 2 awesome and rebuilding it from scratch to give you a, a fresher experience. And. Uh, How many times have I had to do this already? (sighs) Anyways, back to my notes here. This newer take on the game features a whole new perspective with new over-the-shoulder camera and modernized control scheme to give it a more modern feel and also offers players a trip down memory lane with the original gameplay modes from the 1998 release perfect for old school gamers like myself who love the simpler, older, you know, control of the original PlayStation games. And now, onto the graphics. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, as you can see from the images I am displaying for you all, the graphics are a beautiful, beautiful, they're just beautiful. (laughs) Don't really know what other adjectives or descriptive words I can give, but, looking at my notes for that I have for you guys, it is built on Capcom's proprietary re-engine. Resident Evil 2 delivers breathtaking photorealistic visuals in 4K with stunning lighting that creates an up-close intense and atmospheric experience as players roam the corridor of the RPD. Or Raccoon City Police Department, which wouldn't it be RCPD? I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting too technical technical with that. But now, let's talk about the zombies or the infected or whatever you want to call them. Huh? Sorry, thinking ahead of myself, saying infected. We'll get to that later. Now, the zombies are brought to life with a horrifyingly realistic wet gore effect as they react in real time taking instant visible damage making every bullet count um i guess you know my point of view of that little description would i guess it's like a more realistic kill time like you know hitting them overhead with something or shooting them with whatever guns you got available to you in the game, you know, that it's a more realistic reaction to you attacking the zombies, I guess is what it means. Now, I mean, other than that, what more can I say? If you're a fan of the Resident Evil series like I am, you know, especially after the Resident Evil 7, which was, I don't know, when I played that demo, re- that original demo release for it, I mean, 31 years old, but even I'll admit that, that Kind of, that shit kind of freaked me out a little bit, um, but yeah, if you're a fan of the Resident Evil series, especially resi- the original Resident Evil 2 game for PlayStation, make sure you check out this new experience for of the Resident Evil 2 remake, uh, once again being released January twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. And number five on the list is Kingdom Hearts 3, which is scheduled as of right now to be released January 29th, 2019. Now, the highly anticipated 12th installment in the series yes, that's right, 12th installment. If you don't believe that, Google is your friend. Kingdom Hearts 3 is the final chapter in the Dark Seeker saga and will be available. On the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Even though it will be the end of the Dark Seeker saga, it has already been decided where where certain characters will end up potentially continuing their stories in future games which I think is a great idea personally because even though this is this particular journey is ending it doesn't necessarily have to mean that the story is over and leaves potential open for many spin-off games in the future, which you know, if they don't oversaturate the brand, can be of great benefit to a lot of people, or yeah, just of great benefit and a lot of joy for the fans. Uh, notes that I have on here: gameplay will be fairly similar to previous entries in the series. With uh, see, the game the de- game developer. Sorry, hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. It's a Japanese name. So sorry if I sorry for any Japanese l- listeners. Hope it's not gonna butcher that for you. Uh, Tetsuya Namura stating that the combat would be along the lines of Kingdom Hearts 2 and closely tied to the gameplay in Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drop Distance. No. Sora ret- returns as the protagonist of the game and other returning characters featured include Raikou, Kyrie, Donald Duck, Goofy, King Mickey, Aqua, Hercules, and Jack Sparrow, with newcomers to the series including Rapunzel, Flynn Rider, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, Sully and Mike, uh, Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. of course, as well as many more that are really too much for me to name i had a whole list of them but just yeah it's a little there's just too many of them on on this list for me now me personally i'm not that familiar with the kingdom hearts games because i've never really played them i've wanted to just never really got around to it i have a lot of friends well one in particular that if she's listening Sorry, I'm not really that into the Kingdom Hearts games. Although I do want to play them eventually when I get around to it. Uh, uh, I know there's a it has a wide fan base spanning over like a decade and a half of the series in existence. So, yeah, you know, if you're a fan of the Kingdom Hearts series, then I'm sure you'll be there on launch date to. Purchase this game, or if you've already pre-ordered it at GameStop or Best Buy or wherever, just you know, day it's released, just go pick it up, you know, bring it home, put it in your PS4 or Xbox One, or if you did the digital pre-order, just get to just pop it in there from the store that's inside your console, and just have the time of your life with that game. Yeah, and again that this game will be released January 29th 2019 if you haven't done the pre-order yet you still have plenty of time um, again not really my taste per se as far as games go but I'm sure I'll give it a look at eventually alright now I'm gonna talk about a few games that as of, right, as of this recording do not have a definite release date but They are still very highly anticipated uh with two in particular that i will get to uh at this part of the podcast but uh, i'm gonna start things off with doom eternal which is apparently well at least expected to be released sometime in 2019 but nothing definite just yet however uh here are my notes that i have written down in my little trusty Star Wars notepad for this and here I go and this is a follow-up to the award-winning 2016 reboot of the very popular Doom franchise and we'll have more of that of the same gameplay of this previous entry from the 2016 Doom game which I have played this one and it's a lot of fun I love the Doom series actually the first time i played any of the doom games from the series was actually doom 64 on the nintendo 64 and i was like nine years old at the time yeah so you know I i was still not completely i was gonna say i was not completely all there in the head honestly and yeah that one kind of freaked me out a little bit the creatures and monsters that you know of course the Doom series is known for. Um well, moving on with more of my notes. Now according to the developers, ID software I, is it ID software or ID software? Oh. Anyways. According to them, it will have twice the amount of monsters, which is why we love the games to begin with, right? You know, it's the monsters. You know, that's that's the selling point of the game. Uh, doom eternal brings the ultimate combination of speed and power with the next leap and push forward first-person combat not a hundred percent clear on what that's supposed to mean but you know I imagine it's gonna be pretty exciting to see how that all works out uh, as the doom slayer you know, returns you take your vengeance against the forces of hell and fight cross dimensions as you slay new and classic demons with powerful and new weapons and abilities. Gameplay was revealed at QuakeCon on August 10th. Uh, I have not seen it yet, honestly. I've been busy doing a lot of other stuff. But I will be sure to include a link in the description if I find one, and if I don't... Sorry! Uh, You're... Sol I guess <laughs> uh, but yes as of right now there is no definite release date but with the gameplay you know reveal trailer being released earlier this month I I anticipate that it's pro- gonna be released maybe sometime next year probably you know maybe it's an early summer release I'm not hundred percent sure uh, depends on what the you know what Target, you know, sales period the developers are going to look for to make the most money and sales for this particular game. But that's just my prediction that it would be a summer 2019 release. Or they might push it to, you know, holiday Christmas season in 2019. So, yeah, I feel like I didn't say 2019 when I was talking about the, you know, summer 2019. Anyways. Yeah, either summer 2019 or Christmas time 2019. Uh, so, I'll if I get any updates on that, I might do a separate short little video on the YouTube channel for that, or I might even just include a little snippet on a future podcast. Uh, either way, you know, check back on the podcast or the YouTube channel, and you know, any updates that I have, I will try to bring them to you. Alright, okay, now I'm gonna talk about a game that I actually had no idea about until I saw saw them talk about it on an, a video on the YouTube channel for What Culture Gaming, and that game is called Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Developed and published by CD Projekt and being released for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Microsoft Windows, Cyberpunk 2077 is an RPG adapted from the tabletop game Cyberpunk 2020, which, I, like I said, I never heard of it, and is set 57 years later in dystopian Night City, California, an open-world environment with six Distinct regions. Uh, I've always been a fan of open world games. Uh, I haven't played a lot of them recently. Um, but you know, I do enjoy them a lot. I um, I know I'm going to enjoy that feature of the Spider-Man game. Because it's one of the things I enjoyed about Arkham Batman Arkham Knight. Which I know a lot of people are mixed on that one. But, I loved it, so, anyways, moving on to the rest of my notes that I have on here, which is not a lot, but I'm gonna do my best with it, uh, it says, in a first person perspective, you yeah, know, which, you know, is always fun, first person games are fun, uh, players assume the role of the customizable mercenary V, uh, or I don't know if it's, if it's like the letter V or Roman numeral V as in the number 5, anyway. A company who can apply experience points to stat upgrades to reach prominence in the character class Netrunner, Techie, and Solo. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it V because, you know, I mentioned it quite a few times in the year. V has an arsenal of ranged weapons and options for melee combat, all of which can be modified. Uh, I like, you know, games that feature melee combat. It's one of my favorite things about some of the about the Uncharted games Uh, and also another game that I'm gonna be talking about in a little bit with this one then traveling across Night City branching branching dialogue will be used for conversation with non-player characters and multiple endings are available now a trailer was shown at E3 in June 2018 showing off what is expected and described as being the most realistic graphics of any video game ever produced. And I've seen some of the footage that they've had f- for this game released so far, and yeah it really, I don't know, the, no no description I can give can do it justice. These The graphics on these little trailers, I don't know if they were actual gameplay trailers or not, but... The footage that I've seen for this game, it is legitimately some of the best graphics I've seen for any video game I've ever seen up to this point and whenever this game does get released I very much look forward to playing it and experiencing the realistic world that they are planning for this game. Um, most are speculating, as of right now at least. That you know the game could see a June twenty nineteen release, but no information is you know currently available regarding that, but as I've been sa- as I've said for the other two games on this section of the podcast, I will be keeping an eye out for updates on this game because it is a pretty highly anticipated game, just solely based on the realism of the graphics alone and uh, once I get those updates I will try to relay those updates to you guys as well and as I said please get a chance to look at the gameplay footage or trailer footage of this game you know just go ahead search it on YouTube you know go ahead and just you can just pause this right now go on you search it on YouTube for cyberpunk 2077 e3 trailer and just witness for yourself the the magic of the graphics. <laughs> and finally, the game I've been most excited to talk about on this episode, The Last of Us Part Two. It is the highly anticipated sequel to Naughty Dog's 2013 release, The Last of Us, and then re-released and as a remaster for PlayStation 4 in 2014, and it is the recipient of several Game of the Year awards, and if you've played The Last of Us even one time, You will know why it is the winner of Game of the Year Awards. Uh, We have Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson reprising their roles of Joel and Ellie and we will also be introduced to four new characters and those characters are Yara played by Victoria Grace, Lev played by Ian Alexander or is it Ian? I'm not sure. Emily played by Emily Swallow Yes, that's really the name, and an unnamed character to be played by Laura Bailey. Um, as stated by Neil Druckmann, who is the who is returning as co-writer and co-director for the game. Uh, these characters are integral to the journey of Ellie and Joel throughout the story of The Last of Us Part Two. Now, regarding the story, there's not much information. Uh, Letting us know what will be exactly the story is going to be about. All we do know is that the game takes place five years after the first game and that we will be playing as Ellie, whereas the first game was centered on love, part two is centered on hate. Now, as of right now, they haven't explained if we'll be playing as Joel in part two. Uh, but you know, then again, for part of the first game, they said we wouldn't be playing as Ellie, and if, of course if you've played the game, spoiler alert, if you haven't played it, uh, we do get to play as Ellie halfway through the story, so hey, you know, maybe we'll get to play as Joel again this time around. Um, but again, since we don't exactly know what the story is going to be about, and I don't expect them to release any other information regarding that until... The PlayStation Experience event later this year. Uh, can only speculate, you know, what will come for us once this game does eventually come out. Uh, which again, there is no definite release date as of right now. And you know, I anticipate maybe, just like I have for some of the other games on here, anticipate a release of maybe next year for Christmas time, or maybe even the summertime. You know, summer 2019, Christmas 2019. Uh, now, if you're familiar with the Naughty Dog games such as Jack and Daxter, Crash Bandicoot, Uncharted, the Last of Us, you, you can pretty much guarantee it's a game that will be a lot of fun to play, will be filled with a lot of little Easter eggs and references to other games which, you know, Naughty Dog loves their little easter eggs and references, and and of course this is probably the most anticipated game for the PlayStation 4 that does not have a release date just yet, but uh, if you've played the first Last of Us game as many times as I have, uh, you're chopping at the bit to play Last of Us Part Two, and if you've seen the gameplay footage from that was released at E three this summer, then well gonna see some fun, exciting, new little little action moves on there. Uh, and of course we have the little story of the kiss that's shown in that trailer with Ellie and can't even remember her name at the moment, all I'm sure it'll come to me, and once it does come to me, I will say it, but probably won't be here. Uh, and of course, that little kiss in that trailer stirred up quite a bit of controversy because people are thinking, like, oh, suddenly Ellie is lesbian. But if you played the, you know, the little side story from the first game, Left Behind, you kind of already knew that anyway. So if you're upset that she happens to be lesbian, or bisexual, or whatever the hell they decide to label her as in this one. If that's gonna be the reason you don't play this game, then honestly you don't deserve to play the game. That's just my opinion. And no, I'm not a social justice warrior, or anything of the sorts, I'm just... If if one little detail such as that is gonna ruin a game for you, then you don't deserve to play the game. That's just my opinion. But, if something like that does not matter to you, which it does not matter to me then you will definitely be looking forward to playing this game whenever it will be released and like I said I can ex- you can expect to see or hopefully hear and see more information for the game at the 2018 PlayStation Experience as they did for 2016 and 2017 releasing the initial teaser trailer and then second trailer for the game and... Maybe we'll have a little panel like we did last year where they interview several of the cast members and uh, as well as Neil Druckmann and any other crew members of the game, giving us as much detail as possible without spoiling anything and without giving too much away because, you know, as I said before, I like being surprised and I hate spoilers. So, you know, if you ever want to spoil anything for me, do not because that's an easy way for me to block you on social media and even on in life, but that's just me. Well guys, that's all the information I have for these games to provide for you. I hope you enjoyed hearing what I had to say and the information that I shared, and if you're watching this on YouTube, I hope you enjoyed the screenshots that I provided for each game that I spoke about. Well, whatever screenshots were available for them, and hopefully Show is not too boring for you. I'm trying my best to make these podcasts as entertaining as I possibly can, you know. But as I've said before, there's only so much that I can do when it's just me essentially talking to myself. Uh, But if you enjoyed the show, thank you very much for being a fan. If you didn't enjoy it, thanks for listening anyway. Uh, Be sure to tune in to my episode six podcast next Friday where. I'll be t- sharing my opinions on this topic. Does box office success automatically mean that it's good? Something that I've actually had an opinion about for quite a long time. And uh, anyone who has spoken with me on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, they know my opinion on that matter. And I will have a lot to say on that, specifically for certain movies that are very popular such as the Marvel Cinematic Universe and yeah so hope you guys enjoy what I have to say on that one I hope you did enjoy what I did say on this episode and if you have any ideas for topics I can talk about for a future video please feel free to let me know in the comments below or you can tweet me at I am uh, for your video suggestions or podcast suggestions or like if there's any breaking news stories or news topics throughout the week that you want me to talk about on the YouTube channel feel free to mention that as well on Twitter at Uh all the links in the will be in the description as I have mentioned throughout the video thank you very much for listening I'll see you next week